welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Gail Bliss. And I would like to introduce Paul Skidmore, running for Alder in District 9. As we begin, I'd like to ask you to give us an opening statement as to the educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office, and why you are running for Alder. Thank you. Hello, I'm Paul Skidmore and I'm running for election as 9th District Alder. I have a passion for public service. I understand the needs, wants, and issues of the 9th District constituents, and I have the education, knowledge, and experience to effectively represent them on the City Council. I spent 20 years serving the 9th District constituents, city staff, four mayors, three city attorneys, and others to solve problems. I served on many city boards, commissions, committees, task force, and work groups. I have extensive professional background in public safety, public works and development, and park planning and design. I am a graduate landscape architect. I'm licensed by the state of Wisconsin, and I practice landscape architecture, and I've worked extensively uh, in that field throughout my career. I originally started uh, and public service in the city of Madison uh, when I was appointed by Paul Soglin uh, to the Park Commission in about 1990. So I've been in, I was in public service for about uh, 30 years for the city uh, before, um, you know, getting off the council in 2022 or 21, I'm sorry. Uh, when I first decided to run for Alder, I received sage advice from my political mentors. To understand the needs, wants, and issues of constituents, you need to get out and talk to them, ask questions, and respond. I followed that advice, and it served me well. I spent 20 years knocking on doors, talking to constituents, attending neighborhood meetings, listening sessions, neighborhood parades, picnics, and celebrations. I responded to literally thousands of emails, phone calls, and letters during that time. I effectively represented my constituents on the Common Council. What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what is your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers? Great question. Thank you. Um, I am known for my advocacy and unconditional support of the Madison Police Department and the Madison Fire Department, and that's uh, aroused the ire of some through the years. Uh, I uh, have a number of uh, issues that I think are very important. First and foremost, we need uh, uh, public contact. We need uh, uh, people in the neighborhoods being liaisons. I strongly support the neighborhood officer program, the neighborhood liaisons, and uh, uh, Chief Barnes' uh, recent effort, successful effort to uh, bring on six more officers, I believe, as community liaisons uh, to work with neighborhoods. It's very effective uh, to rather than just uh, have people patrolling. I think it's very important uh, to have that outreach and that show dividends back in the 90s and 2000 uh, era, and it will show dividends again when we get back to that. I also think that we need to uh, uh, provide adequate resources to all levels of public safety, uh, and that is uh, not just the patrol. We, we need to have an effective patrol force that can end any threat at any time, but we also need the community outreach. We need to protect our schools. We need to be able to educate 
and uh, and this goes for the fire department too in terms of public safety. We need to have uh, um, uh, effective coverage, which now we finally do with the addition of fire uh, rescue number 14 uh, down in the southeast part of the city. And to answer your question about uh, 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 body-worn cameras, uh, I was uh, one of the early supporters and early uh, uh, sponsors of the legislation, which continually was shot down uh, on the council level. Uh, all of our communities around us and Dane County uh, have authorized the use of body-worn cameras are an effective means of providing transparency and accountability, both for the police as well as the, the people in the public. They've been shown to work, and there are countless times when you watch the news and, and, and other media uh, that you see the, uh, the body-worn camera footage that, that really discerns and discloses what's going on. Uh, they're an effective tool, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, there are safeguards to uh, not misuse them. And uh, I'm very excited about the pilot project that Chief Barnes will be implementing uh, this next year on the North District. Uh, the real test is going to come when the vote comes to see uh, do we or how do we implement a full body-worn camera system. Uh, the cameras are simple. The storage and retrieval of the information is, is a bit of an issue, but that's something that we can work through. Uh, many of the other communities around the country that have them uh, have done it successfully. What do you see as the most important environmental issues the city needs to address and how will you do so? Uh, another good question. Uh, back in 2018, uh, we experienced what uh, many people said couldn't happen, wouldn't happen. Uh, we had about, a, I think it was a 500 or a thousand year flood and on the west side in our area, uh, many streets, parks, and buildings uh, were partly underwater or flooded, and it did many millions of dollars of damage. What it's showing us now is that uh, we have to protect our environment and that we have to protect our greenways. Uh, and that's a subject that's very important in the Ninth District as well as throughout the city and the region. We have greenways and watersheds that have been taking on more and more runoff from urban areas and they haven't been adequately designed or, or protected. That's one of the big things that we need to do now. The Sauk Creek Greenway really needs help uh, because we had extensive flooding and erosion. Uh, we have many trees that have died and we need to uh, fix it. And the first step is a st uh, stormwater study that uh, Greg Freeze and City Engineering is proposing to undertake. They, uh, they need to finish that and then we can move to a design phase and 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 the uh, or a planning stage and a, and a design phase uh, and that's going going to involve uh, uh, some uh, management of the urban forest. We need to have trees uh, for a variety of reasons, including uh, 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 climate control, uh, protecting uh, the watershed and enjoyment. So uh, I think that is probably the biggest issue in my district. What is your position on increasing the pay for alders? Uh, another good question. Um, uh, I know there was a recent effort to uh, dramatically increase the, the uh, uh, pay, uh, not just a little bit, but by more than tripling it. And uh, as a member of the TFOG uh, task force, 
we looked at that and we found a number of interesting uh, uh, opinions from the public, those who did share it. Uh, the system is working. It's not broken. We don't need to fix something that's not broken. Uh, I support uh, a gradual increase in pay uh, for alders, but I do not look at uh, this position that I held for 20 years and I'm seeking again, uh, you know, as a full-time job. I'm doing it as, as public service and I was content with uh, more of an honorarium and a uh, uh, that type of a payment. And I support uh, gradual increases. I do not, uh, I do not support it being dramatically uh, increased as a uh, uh, the uh, current Ninth District Alder and three other colleagues had proposed. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? Uh, back in the day, I was a member of the Economic Development Commission for the city, and I and I supported the. Um, uh, promotion of a good orderly development then, and I still do. Uh, I have planning background, public works background, and uh, and I, uh, I have uh, voted on many issues of development. Uh, uh, it, it's a complex issue, but we need to have balance. Um, uh, I, I support the, the orderly development, and that, by that I mean uh, developing solid master plans and neighborhood plans and uh, general implementation plans to uh, uh, develop in an orderly manner. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's also important to give incentives uh, like TIF where, where appropriate uh, to develop or redevelop an area. And I think we also need to look at uh, development incentives uh, for other areas uh, uh, for economic development. Uh, in the ninth district, uh, we are blessed with having uh, West Town Mall out here. Many people don't realize that the Knight District has the highest assessed valuation of any district in the city, second only to the 17th District, which has East Town. Uh, East Town and West Town are economic generators. Uh, they bring in a lot of uh, uh, property tax value and they bring in uh, uh, jobs and people that come to visit and purchase. We, we need to support economic development as well as housing. We need a balance. How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? And are there any actions the city should take to address those? Uh, are there racial disparities uh, in some neighborhoods? Yes, in the city, yes. In the ninth district, yes, they're there. Um, I think that we talked about some of racial disparities and, and how to handle them earlier on when we were talking about uh, having uh, community resource officers, um, police officers, and liaisons working with uh, working with residents and and neighbors. I've heard so many stories about great interactions between these officers and, and people within all neighborhoods. I just heard a delightful story a little while ago at uh, coffee with a cop where um, uh, an officer uh, pulled somebody over. Uh, uh, to give a warning, and uh, uh, the individual who was driving uh, got very bent out of shape, let us say, um, you know, at the uh, uh, officer, or excuse me, her mother, or excuse me, uh, the officer uh, for pulling her over, and then a little voice came from the back seat, mom, don't holler at 
Officer Amelia, she's our friend, and that diffused the situation. We need we need uh, activities like that. We need uh, integration. We need, uh, and by that I mean we need mixing and not polarization. Uh, there have been some housing developments that uh, have been criticized, and uh, sometimes fairly, sometimes unfairly. Uh, but we need to have people uh, mix and. Um, um, not have a, just a building be designated as um, uh, uh, affordable. So there are many options. What are the most critical issues that you see facing the district and the people in it? And how would you propose to address these? Um, I've always felt that uh, every neighborhood deserves to be safe and everybody deserves to be safe in their neighborhood. I stand by that. Uh, we, like the rest of the city and many throughout the country, are facing uh, some of the crimes of opportunity and some of the crimes that are that are associated with uh, 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 re reduction in police forces. Uh, we have speeding uh, that's uh, and arterial violations. Traffic has been a problem. We still have chronic uh, um, car thefts and recidivism uh, of uh, many uh, uh, offenders uh, being arrested for stealing a car and then getting out on just recognizance bail or, or just being released. That, that's a problem. That, that's what I'm told. Uh, we, uh, the, the other criminal activity has been decreasing. That is a problem. Uh, what I'm hearing is uh, some of the other other types of problems like we need to fix the greenways, we need to fix the flooding, we need to uh, restore our greenways, we need to enhance enhance them, uh, we need better uh, programs for kids. Uh, there, there's many, many things like that. Uh, it's, it's not just any one specific item, but there's, there's a variety of them. And then another underlying uh, concern by many is, uh, you know, the, our, our economic situation. Uh, the city has been borrowing lots of money for a bus rapid transit system, and uh, the administration is not sure how we're going to pay for it two years down the pike. So we need to address that. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Well, I am uh, honored to be able to be in this forum, and I want to thank you and the league for putting on uh, the Know Your Candidate. This is the 12th one that I participated in and I've enjoyed every one of them. I wanna thank you. Uh, what I would like to say is this is our community. Uh, please take an interest in it. Uh, research us. Don't just look at the hype and, the, and, and, the, and, the, and, and what's written. Look at our, our records. Look at what we've done, what we stand for and then vote. I think it's very important to get out there and vote. The last uh, local election, I think we had 25%. Uh, that's too low. We, we need to have many more people participating, take an interest. That's what I'd like to say. I want to thank Paul Skidmore for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, 
I thank you for joining us.